So the Consumer Electronics Show ended last week, and Jason, you and I talked about it already, about all the concept devices, the big splashes, and some of the notable items. But there was a burning question I had after we got done with that show. Which devices can you actually buy right now? So I spent the last week scouring the internet, asking for advice on Twitter, and we found 12 devices, I think was the final number, that you could buy right now that were announced at CES. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow. This is Jason Squared. So Jason, I think maybe before we get into that list of devices, let's talk a little bit about exactly what CES does as far as announcing and availability down the road. That's typically the norm. Company announces a product, says it's coming next quarter, the fourth quarter, maybe never, and then we eventually see it. Well, that was kind of like what it's, original intent was when I don't know when the CES was formed I don't know 40 plus years I think it was 40 years ago I think the first one was in, in like the, the mid 1970s or early 1970s and that was kind of the the thing right you know you announce a product the people that attended the shows were volume buyers at retailers primarily mostly you did not see consumers going to that show it was literally you know the the best buys um, back then, Best Buy didn't exist. Maybe in New York City, you had Crazy Eddie and, and Sears and a couple of the others that would buy these products from the manufacturers. They would have meetings at the show. They would talk about which products they're going to order, what they're not going to order. And then, you know, four, five, six months later, stuff would appear in stores, right? It's kind of a way of forecasting demand. In Most of them would appear in stores, right? Okay, cool. uh, but what has changed in the last, I'm going to say a good 10 years, Maybe that uh, a lot of this stuff is like throw this stuff against the wall and see what sticks, right? Yeah. So like, you know, if you're a consumer electronics company, you might have a dozen products, well, maybe two of them will stick. Let's get back to the list here. So I literally took hours to scour the web and ultimately it took asking on Twitter for me to finally get over the work. item hump that we set as a criteria to even record this today. and. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible to find products that were announced just last week that are available to buy right now and ship immediately. Uh, so let's start on the list. The first one I found was the Goal Zero, Goal Zero Yeti 200X. This is a big portable power station, has 187 kilowatt hours of power. It's more designed, power. Yeah, more power. It's designed to not only just recharge your phone, you know, like those portable battery packs that slip in a backpack, but this is in case the power goes out of your house, uh, if you're camping, you, you need a radio or a light or maybe even a small refrigerator. It's not going to run it that long, but it, it's definitely going to do it. I've reviewed uh, former or the previous model of the Yeti uh, 200, maybe even it was the 300. It was a great product. The new one uh, has a 110 volt plug, multiple USB ports, 12 volt adapter, and it can recharge itself in about four hours with the included cables. And there's some solar power optimizations if you buy the uh, compatible solar panel to charge it. It's pricey though. It's two hundred ninety nine dollars, so three hundred bucks. Uh, but it's portable power. Take it anywhere with you, and it is shipping right now. Excellent. Something we can actually buy. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So I know you recently started using pop sockets, right? Yeah. You know what? I have a you know Outer Box just sent me this new uh, pop socket version of the Defender. Uh, and I thought it was kind of interesting that they sent it to me, but I'm finding it, it's good that you have these great big phones and I can kind of hold it up like this and I can stick my fingers in there and it's not going to fall out and I don't have to like grab my hand all the way around. I guess it's good for like little girls with like tiny hands that need to have these giant phones. 
with my big hands, I can get my entire hand around it. But I, 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 I get it. I, I, bet, I bet Beth would have a hard time holding the phone this big. But well, there's one problem with pop sockets, though. You can't wirelessly charge. No, 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 because you got this thing there, and it's blocking the, it's blocking the coils, and it's, 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 and it's elevated, so like it's, gonna, it's not gonna touch. What are you gonna do with all those nice charging pads that you got? So the company behind PopSocket realized this was a problem and they came up with a PopSocket Pop Power wireless charging pad. And basically it has a little divot in the middle of it that makes room for the PopSocket and you could place your phone on it. So when it was announced, it was available to order and ship immediately. It was so popular, it sold out. We're including it on this list because it met the criteria of announced at CES and immediately available. It is on back order right now. You can go on and register to get Yeah, they were pictures. completely out. I, I looked to even buy one after I saw the link. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, what? I can't buy one now? They're yeah, out? they sold out in two days, I think is what it was, which is crazy. There's $60, Qi wireless charging compatible, 15 watts of Lots power. Lots of colors, too, they had, too, available. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. 15 watts of power, which means I'll charge Samsung's latest devices as fast as possible. The iPhone what. is 7.5 watts, so you're not going to get everything out of that. But... A cool product, cool idea, actually, and a good solution for a problem a lot of PopSocket users had. Uh, Excellent. So next on the list is Dell's XPS 13 2-in-1. They've redesigned it. Very it's cool. Now smaller. It's like 11.5 inches wide with a 13-inch display still. It's a 4K Ultra HD display. Uh, it starts at 900, excuse me, $999. Uh, there is a Linux version of this as well, which starts at $1,200. It's part of their open, I don't remember the exact project name, but it's part of their open source initiative and in supporting open source projects. Uh, why it's more expensive than the Windows 10 model, I don't know. But seriously, it, this is one of the highlights for me of CES. This is a, a, a sweet looking laptop. And if I was in the market right now to buy a laptop, I, I would consider this very hard. It, it, I'm, I'm guessing like, the Linux models were expensive because they probably had to use slightly different uh, chips in it to handle certain driver sets and things like that optimally, because um, there's less there's less flexibility with with Linux to, even even now. I mean, there's tons of drivers out there, but there's less flexibility. Um, I really like the I liked the original version of the product. It was thicker than I liked, which is why I didn't go with one. This one appears to be considerably thinner. I think it's a nice alternative to Microsoft Surface. Um, Dell is a great uh, hardware OEM. I like the fact it's got a real keyboard. Um, the, the, the Surface, uh, the regular Surface Pro, um, that little really thin kind of like, you know, book cover keyboard. I, I'm not crazy about it. I know a lot of people that like them. I like a more substantial keyboard. I think this, I think the Dell XPS 13 2-in-1 is a good compromise with that. Yeah, it's a very attractive laptop. Definitely check it out if you're in the market for a new laptop right now. So here's a product I had never heard of from a company I had never heard of. It's the PowerAg X. Maybe it's PowerAg 10. I don't know exactly how they pronounce it. Yeah. All the naming schemes we have now by PowerVision. And essentially, it is a $899 waterproof handheld camera slash drone. It looks like an egg. You can hold it. It has a little side handle on it. I was watching yeah. a promotional video. Um, and, but it has a three-axis gimbal, so it's stabilized video. Or you could fly it up in the air. Um, it has facial recognition. It'll follow. And it'll um, do all the other stuff you want from a drone. But it also, you know, you can use it as a handheld camera, which is kind of cool, kind of cliche. I don't know. I, I, no, it's like a GoPro that fly, that that can also fly. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. So that's available right now. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can order it, have it in a couple of days or next day shipping, depending on where you're at. Um, Wacom announced something that I know you're pretty intrigued by. Yeah, you know, my, my brother is, in, uh, is a, a, uh, a creative arts professional. He does a lot of illustrations and stuff. And he was looking for something sort of like a, a, a smaller, more portable version of the Wacom tablet, which he uses, you know, on his desk in his studio, which is a much more expensive product. I mean, these things, you go over $1,000 easily sure. on a Wacom. Um, this thing is, what, 400 bucks, and it doesn't require a pen that, that has to charge. So I think that, you know, if you have portable needs or if you're a student, you know, if you're an entry level, you know, someone on a budget, um, it's great to be able to have this digitizer now to, to be doing all sorts of illustrations. Yeah, the Wacom One is what it's called, and it's a 13.3-inch tablet. that has this really cool kickstand on the back. It's very, very cool minimalist sleek design I, I thought it looked cool i'm not into drawing i stick figures are pretty much where i max out with artistic skills but this is an intriguing product comes with a ton of software as well uh for windows 10 users not mac users for whatever reason but uh yeah 400 bucks available now as well excellent so and Scipio has a new line of iphone 11 cases they're called the organicore and they're yeah. made from 100% recyclable, biodegradable That's so awesome. products, which plastic waste or waste in general in the electronics tech industry is a huge issue. Creating a case that covers a phone that once it's thrown away, which most cases are plastic normally, uh, that biodegrades on its own is a huge step in the direction of getting rid of all this waste. Uh, the cases are 40 bucks. Kind of the same idea. I don't know if you've heard of Nimble, the accessory maker. Uh, they make portable battery cases, wireless chargers, and phone cases. But instead of biodegradable products, they use uh, recyclable products from old electronics. So right. everything they make is 100% recyclable you know, material that it consists of. So anyways, back to the Incipio Organicore. It's available now on Incipio's website. 40 bucks. They have, I think I saw three different colors and they're, they're not ugly at all. They're, they're unique. Yeah. Um, and I think Jason, it's great that Incipio is taking leadership in this space. I'd like to see Otterbox, some of the others absolutely. do the same thing. I mean, God knows, you know, you and I go through a different phone every year. I know you don't like cases. Of course you broke your last phone because you didn't use one, <laughs> but I use a new case every year because I go through a new iPhone every year and a new Android every year. Um, I'd like these things to be able to be more easily recyclable. We should be using more renewable materials, especially stuff like hemp, which can be used to make plastics. You know, I, I think there's so many materials we could use. Um, and, and you know what? The products do not look ugly. They don't look, you know, they don't look gross looking. So I think, and I actually think that some of these more bio, you know, materials that have these sort of composite looking, uh, you know, uh, aesthetics actually kind of look kind of cool because it's a, it's a statement that you're saying, you know what? I use a product that's recycled you know, my, my, my stuff isn't going to be a complete, you know, uh, filler, you know, when I'm done Absolutely. with it. And that makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. So what, what's next on our list, Jason? We have the, is it, is it, how is it pronounced? Fine smart water assistant? I think it's Finn. Finn. Okay. So this is a, a, a product which will meter, it's a smart metering unit for your, the water com, coming through your sink, right? And well, this it, it actually monitors your entire water system in your house. It just the whole house. Okay. It just is installed at your sink. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool because I mean, especially in, in areas where like California, where you have water shortages, 
um, it, it's good to be able to know, uh, you know, especially that you're providing this feedback into the, into the into the water utility grid, how much you're using, and they can be much more proactive about about you know scheduling these shortages or whatnot. Plus, you know, for health reasons, you kind of want to know uh, what your hydration level is, how much you're you're personally consuming. Let you know about leaks in the system and freezing in the system and things like that. This is all like good intelligence to have as a homeowner. Yeah, it's like the ultimate smart home device, right? I've, I've been testing the Sense Energy Monitor, which goes in your electrical panel for the last four months, which monitors and can tell me when I turn off a light or the stove or whatever. And then it yeah, lets I'm me getting know one of those much, soon. That's supposed to be really cool. Yeah, it lets me know how much energy is going through my house. It's about 99% accurate when I compare it to my electrical bill. This is essentially that, but for your water bill and use around the house, it'll tell you, hey, the faucet is on outside still, or you left your sprinkler on, or here's how much your sprinklers are charged or costing you uh, each month's run during the hot months, uh, warm months, at least here in Colorado. You know, we shut down our sprinklers for six months out of the year most of the time. But Finn, fine smart water assistance, 250 bucks available at Best Buy right now. It was just on the site a minute ago. They have some in stock, so it's available right now. Um, the next item on our list is Origins, Origin PC's Big O desktop gaming, go. <laughs> gaming uh, setup. And this is a massive gaming rig. Starts at about $2,500. Final price is determined based off of what configuration you want. I was messing around with it, and you can go you could get really expensive with this. Well, one thing that's unique to it, of course, it has all the fancy lights and all the other stuff that uh, gaming computers have, desktop gaming computers have. You have the choice of putting a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One S inside the housing. So you have that gaming option in addition to, you know, the fully loaded gaming. So, uh, you hit a toggle switch and suddenly you're using a PS4 instead of your PC. I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, basically. And so whatever monitor or TV you have your gaming rig set up to, you, you switch back and forth. Now, neither one of those gaming systems take discs. They're all digital only downloads, but still, I mean, yeah. that's a beast, right? I, I've never heard of that. I think it's a, a pretty awesome thing. You could go on the website, uh, originpc.com, customize your uh, big O desktop gaming computer, and it's two to three weeks out, but that's because they have to manually build each order. I've reviewed plenty of Origin PC gaming laptops. They're very fine machines, and all of their orders take a little bit of time because they customize it as, as you order it. Um, so next on the list is the HP NV32. This is a two-in-one desktop computer. What do you think, Jason? You know, I, I'm glad to see, you know, HP continue to innovate in this space, especially with this form factor. You know, not everybody can have big desktop boxes like we can, you know, with, with separate monitors and all that. I mean, some people are, are very space constrained, so they need to be able to make up the most of what they have. Um, you know, obviously Apple's got uh, a lot, has been done a lot in this space with iMac, but people want this in the PC form factor as well, especially for creatives that still use a lot of Windows stuff and business users as well. So I think um, it's great that, that, that they have this, this really cool looking machine um, at a good price point uh, with, with, the, with, with the good GPU on it as well. I think, that's, I think it's a good match. Yeah, absolutely. And I know this next product on the list, uh, wait, the NV32 starts at 1600 bucks. So it's not horrible. I think you could get an RTX series GPU in it yeah. uh, for around $2,200 for the creatives and, and those who need a little bit more out of it. So it's not a bad deal. Uh, yep. So the next product I know is intriguing to you. 
Yeah, because, you know, uh, so I currently use the, ex the existing era. Uh, so that the, the, the PAX era kind of looks exactly like a jewel. Uh, right. The only difference is that the, the pod format is not compatible with Juul. It's specifically designed for medical and recreational marijuana products in, right. in states which have it legal, right? Um, yeah. Although to some extent, as I understand, you might be able to order the CBD pods and get them shipped to you out of state, um, but that's not what most of their customers do. Uh, in any case, the Era Pro has some additional features for pods that support it, which is the ability to identify the specific cannabis strain uh, that's used uh, it will give you the testing results of what all the different terpenes are, what the THC levels are, what the CBD levels are. Um, and, uh, you know, it has some addition, the, the device has some additional um, heat control features and things like that. Um, it's going to be about twice the price of the existing era, which sells for about 20, $29, $30, $35. This one's going to be about, I think, $60 or $70, depending on yeah, it's how you much. buy it. Usually dispensaries offer to you as a discount if you buy a certain amount of product from them. So it, it depends. But this will be a more advanced product. It's got a nicer build quality of what I understand. They're supposed to be sending me one to take a look at. Cool. Um, but again, you can only get it in states that have legalized marijuana programs. Um, unfortunately, right now, there is no solution for, Matt, for iOS at all because Apple cut out the, uh, the, 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 for new users, uh, the ability to install that app, which is which connects to Bluetooth and, and does all the information transfer. So that's kind of a bummer. I know that they're looking to, into another solution for, for Apple users. I don't know what that is. Maybe they're gonna have they're gonna install a little web server in the device and it'll send web pages to it. Who knows? <laughs> you know, at this point, you know, you'll be able to put a Raspberry Pi inside of your vape and you know, I don't know what else you'll be able to do with it. Raspberry Pi is zero powered vape. So this is the PAX Era Pro. Yeah. Available right now, seventy bucks. Uh, announced at CES. So, yes. if you're into that kind of stuff, have at it. Yeah. So the next item is the Skagen Falser Three Wear OS watch. It's a two hundred ninety-five dollar smartwatch available on Amazon right now. Looks great. Like this, this is a well yeah, uh, watch. Skagen's got a great industrial design. I've always liked them as a company in terms of their their the Nordic Scandinavian, you know, European design ethos, which I think is really cool in all the products that they've done. It is a Wear OS watch. That's $300. Right, it's still running Qualcomm's old system on a chip. I think yep. 3100 uh, system on a chip. So it's, I don't, I wouldn't go out and spend $300 on a Wear OS watch right now. No. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend anyone do that as well, but it was announced at CES and it is available to buy today so that it's on the list uh the final item is a nintendo switch accessory that i am seriously debating buying for both of my younger boys and it is a HyperX charge play clutch it's an external battery kind of like apple's smart battery case for the iphones this is a smart battery case for the nintendo switch 6,000 milliamp hours has a kickstand nice docking feature and if you take the joy cons out it also allows those to dock together as well and what really caught my eye about it is that it's only sixty dollars that's not bad no you not your at kids all. The, you throw your kids in the minivan for a six hour drive you know you don't have to land them one of your usb-c uh batteries that you charge yeah. your iphone with you know you yeah. just, just let them have at it and you know let them zone out for six hours you don't you don't hear from them until somebody yeah. punches somebody or something, who knows? It's like, right? So. We don't have a minivan, but <laughs> yes, to your point, uh, road trips and uh, just in general, them walking around the house and playing, 
uh, can be extended thanks to that. It's available uh, through hyperxgaming.com or on amazon.com. Uh, and like I said, it's available to order today. So I guess the last question before we, to wrap us up is, are some of these products worth buying? Or should you wait for what, CE, what was announced at CES to come later this year? Well, I, I think certainly some of these definitely are worth buying. You know, certainly the, the PCs are, are the Dell and, and the HP are, are sound like very good solutions. Um, the Go Zero looks like a really cool device. Absolutely, the Incipio cases sound yeah. like great solutions if you want to be a eco and, and, and green energy and, and renewable uh, materials conscious. Uh, the, the water assistant sounds really cool. Um, and I'm looking forward to the Aero Pro when it comes out. So uh, a couple of these are, 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 are pretty cool. Um, I do expect most of the ones that are on this list will probably be, you know, they'll continue to be the same models, you know, going forward, more or less, you know. So out now, they're shipping now. I don't see why reason why you shouldn't buy them if they interest you. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, with the exception of the Falster 3 Wear OS watch. Yeah, the watches. I mean, you know, at this, at this point, Apple's really the primary player in the space. There's no one touching them. So. Yeah, so I think everything's worth giving a shot. The Power Egg. 10 power agex never heard of it i can't vouch for it but it looks yeah, I, was, I was about to launch an attack on the on the squirrel population with a reconnaissance mission so i'm thinking about it now so. <laughs> it looks interesting nonetheless but hey products are announced at ces that are available right away we found some of them took a ton of work thanks to everyone who helped me out on twitter in uh with product links and reaching out truly appreciate that without your help, we, we couldn't have done this video. So for Jason Squared, I'm Jason Cipriani. And I am Jason Perlow. Make sure to check out more of our videos at ZDNet.com.